Hey, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Nominally Normal, the podcast. I'm your host, Emily, and I've set out on a journey to explore the world of podcasting, something I've been eager to do for a long time. This episode was recorded on a sunny spring evening with my sister-in-law, Zara, where I decided to just turn on the mic and let the rest flow organically. Join our conversation as we delve into our theme of the evening. Nostalgia. Nominally normal. And also, I'm going to press record. I'm going to turn this down. Yeah. And then we're going to do like a little exercise really quick. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We're just going to go. Okay, ready? Now we're going to do a little siren. We're going to go. Okay. I'm I feel actually, like I need to do a sigh. Yeah. Why does that feel so damn It feels good? so good. And also the frustration from trying to figure this out earlier had me like really. I know. It's like that part of things definitely gets you in your head to where you're like, okay. Yeah. Well, and then I don't understand. I just don't get it. Yeah. We're not I gonna, don't know. We're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to go there with that. Yeah. So I've been tossing around an idea for my first podcast episode and I know I knew that I wanted to have you as a guest yes, which I'm honored thank you yeah. well don't be too honored you only, <laughs> only have like one friend so oh my gosh <laughs> you and me both and you would be my only friend and uh, do you want to start a podcast <laughs> with me as a guest <laughs> wow that's not even funny but okay <clears throat> anyways and so Zara and I were tossing around ideas, and I'm not going to give them away because they might be future ideas once they kind of marinate and develop. Yeah, agreed. There's yeah. some really good ones. Yeah, but... We were like, let's do something, like, really... My first one was, let's do something really funny where I ask you these, like, really obscure questions, and then you have to answer them on the spot. I just love your choice <laughs> of words. <laughs> what, obscure? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My vocabulary, thank yes. you. I pride myself on my fifth grade English class vocabulary that I oh, thought. Oh, you have a highly sophisticated vocabulary. Thank you. Look at you. Yeah. Being all. <laughs> Look at me. All good. <laughs> I can't think of <laughs> You're all good. I was trying to think of Taking it back to fifth grade. <laughs> trying to think of the smart word and it was like, <laughs> all good. It's all in my head. But anyhow. Anyhow. So we're coming up with all these ideas. And we're just sitting here at the table. Mind you, it takes way too long to set this up. But that's a story for another time. It's just, I'm not really, like, tech savvy. So, (laughs) yeah. So that's that. Um, But we just kind of were talking about the old times, the olden days. Yeah, like, we're so old. (laughs) Once thou hast in decades past. 27 next week. How was that? How was that? I know. (laughs) Can't form words. How was that? 27 beautiful years lived. Wow. (laughs) The olden days. Isn't it so weird to think that you entered this world, like, through another person? Uh, yeah. That's incredibly interesting to think about, and also amazing. magic. Seriously. Pure magic in every way. Yeah. Yeah. Men are magic in their own way as well. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. And people who don't identify as either. Yeah. Yeah, non-binary. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone 
has humans. You know humans what? are magic. We were actually talking about this over dinner. Humans say what you said earlier about humans having like potential. I was saying how on my drive here I was thinking about how every single human on this planet has the capacity for greatness mm-hmm. and has the capacity for evolvement. And everyone's just kind of, you know, within their own journey with that, which is also really interesting and individual to each person. Yeah. It was really interesting to think about from the aspect of anyone you pass by on the street. Like, you have no idea what they've come from, and you have no idea where they're going. Right. It's just really interesting. Yes, like, everyone has a story. Everyone's living their own human experience where they're creating memories and relationships and actually i think about this uh sometimes like i'll think about ryan while i'm at work Mm -hmm. even though i'm not working right now self-isolation but i'll think like what is he doing right now you know like like what is he doing at work or like what is he thinking about in this moment but i always think about how he's sitting in an office with a bunch of people and it's like he has relationships with like each of those people and i don't even know them yeah but everyone's just interconnected in some way it's really interesting yeah and also um cool i just lost my train of thought ah Ah, it was so good and it left me but back on what we were talking about earlier yeah we could just spin off into like seven mini mini episodes in this episode honestly yeah i think so too once we get talking it's really difficult to shut us up yeah (laughs) you didn't know that's how we are all the time (laughs) we talk and actually not trying to throw zara under the bus but (laughs) if any of you know me you know that i don't really like talking on the phone (laughs) (laughs) and okay where is this going (laughs) Sarah's like the only one i can really can really somehow (laughs) finagle her way into being on the phone with me for like 20 minutes for like ridiculous amounts of time i'll be like okay like oh uh (laughs) yeah i'll answer it and i'm like all right i'm you know about to pull up to the store like (laughs) in the nice you've already stated like what (laughs) right like what your next three actions will be like (laughs) off of the phone (laughs) and i look at the the time on the you know how long we spent on the phone and it's like three minutes and then i look at it again you're like oh just really quick before i forget <laughs> 15 minutes 17 yeah. minutes 21 seconds goes by and i really am such a phone talker i mean you could ask anyone that knows me well i will not answer your text for probably <laughs> 16 weeks but i will definitely spend the time to talk to you on the phone and it's not because your text is any less important. It's just, that's just the kind of person I am. Anxiety. <laughs> I know. Like when you see a text sitting in your phone and you're like, like. Social anxiety at uh, its finest. Wanting people to talk to you, but you can't respond to them. <laughs> yeah. That's it's like a you're really in a glass. Great way to put it. In a little glass box and you're like. Yeah. Knocking on the outside and they knock back and you're like, oh no. You've already, you haven't answered the text for going on three to four days and you're already coming up with like 16 different scenarios of like how you'll word it. It was 
was in my drafts. I didn't yeah. send it. Oh, I just saw that you had texted me and I was doing this and this and this other thing. And, and then suddenly I remembered to reply to you. Lost my train of thought and I forgot to text you. When you know full well that it's been in the back of your head every five seconds well, for the past four days to respond to them. Yeah. So why don't we just do it? And you know full well that we are all quarantined in our homes <laughs> and on our phones all day long. Right. Like, what exactly are you doing? <laughs> like, I know you saw my text, girl. Like, you posted on Instagram twice today. Like, is this getting personal? Are you no. calling me out? <laughs> Suddenly felt like Gets a offended. laser beam. There was a stage light, you guys, that just came in through the window and shone right on my face. Right. Getting called out. So... Anyways, we were discussing all these different topics and um, basically talking about like weird things from our childhoods. Zara grew up in many different places. Yeah. I mean, moved around. Yeah. Moved around. Yeah. I mean, I mainly grew up, I was born in Las Vegas. I lived there until I was about 16, 17. And then I moved to like upstate Michigan, Indiana and kind of hopped around from there. I was, I was mostly raised in Las Vegas, but yeah, I have, I have a little bit of influence from a few different areas. Yeah. And of course, if you're listening, you probably know me and I was raised in Omaha, Nebraska. So Um, having a bad place to be raised. No, no. But having been to Las Vegas as an adult, I can't, (laughs) I can't even imagine what it was was like as a child. Like, did you guys go to casinos as children? Was there a field trip there? Oh my gosh. Or (laughs) you would not believe, I kid you not when I, other States that I have lived in, especially when I moved to Indiana, like the first question that I would get is if I would go to the strip all the time. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's all there is in this huge city. Yeah, seriously. And I don't think people really understand that there's an actual city outside of just that tiny little area. I Um, didn't. Yeah. I I mean, that's understandable. mm -hmm. When you think of Las Vegas, that's what you think of. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but, but yeah, I used to get that question all the time. And I had, I've growing up, I had only went to the strip maybe like 10 times in my entire life. <laughs> like it was like, honestly, like uncharted territory for me as well. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, so Zara and I went on a trip to Las Vegas, um, March of 2018. And when we, we decided, you know, cause neither of us gamble neither of us were really interested in gambling um but of course if you go to las vegas it's kind of a given that you have to see the strip and so we were like oh let's go out one night and you know see the strip and see everything that's going on around there and we went to this one casino and was the stratosphere yeah yeah the stress it and this was it like what three or four in the morning it was really late what one was that um, where we took the funny video, yeah, of us of you yeah. sitting oh, at the yeah. machine. Oh no, that was um, I want to say that was Planet Hollywood. Okay, I think yeah. So we go into this casino, and it's literally the middle of the night. But the thing about Las Vegas is like it never sleeps. It never is it. Is that the nickname for Las Vegas or is that New York? Because I, I honestly don't York, know. I think that might be New the York. city that never sleeps. Yeah. I don't know if it's Las Vegas or New York, but it should be Las Vegas. Should yeah, Las Vegas is not sleeping; they're gambling <laughs> yeah, and drinking, and drinking, and, and passed out on the and ground, and chain smoking cigarettes, and other things. Yeah. Anyways, we don't want to know. <laughs> we don't want to know. We didn't ask, and we yeah. won't. 
And we can't. And we're not going to. And we shouldn't. We absolutely should not. And we didn't. <laughs> but anyways, we go in this casino. And addiction, gambling addiction itself is real. Like, just a disclaimer. We are not poking fun at anybody. Yeah. It's a serious, it's a serious thing. Um, but, you know, it's the middle of the night and there are people like just clicking away at screens and just yeah like just staring at the yeah the machines like, like so sucked into the machines. dollar after dollar ticket after ticket yeah and i got this really weird feeling when i was there i remember just feeling like what like who came up with this what is this yeah and why is there a whole uh, like city built around this Outside of, Mm -hmm. obviously, where you grew up and whatnot. But it's just, like, it's just really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know any history on the city of Las Vegas? No, I don't. So it was founded by, um, basically, by mobsters. I mean, it was, like, its purpose. Well, a lot of Nevada and California was, like, old mining towns. Mm -hmm. There was uh, railroads built through there. Um, But, you know, into, like, the 30s, 40s, 50s, um, a lot of... Like mobsters, like gangsters, they they wanted to start up casinos and and make money. You know, it was like a big money scheme, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, side note, what I just thought of is when I was a kid, my mom used to tell me that like Las Vegas is like the devil's playground. Yeah, and I you've think, told me that before. Yeah, and I think that that is actually like I don't know if that's like a coined name for it or not, but. I definitely think that um, it probably is like a, a a name for that city. So yeah, that. Yeah. But if that describes it any, <laughs> right? And you know, if you've been to Las Vegas and you loved it, that's awesome. Yeah. When oh, Zara and I were there, there, when we were there, <laughs> two days was like two months. Yeah, that was a. Interesting trip. Yeah. It there's just, good things about it, too. Of course. You know, there's... Yeah, there's... I feel like there's always just good and bad about every place. Like, whether totally. it's a big city or a small town, I think it's also, like, the people you surround yourself with or the activities you're interested in. You know, like, some people are into the whole gambling and drinking and kind of tourism. But while we were there, too, I mean, we went to Zion National Park <sighs> and we went up into the Sierra it's Nevada Mountains... Was that in Utah, right? Yeah, yep, yep. We drove into Utah, which is really cool that it's so close to places like that. I mean, agreed. What a gift that would be. Like, yeah, I was just gonna, I was gonna say that. Um, it's just like the air that's like the energy that's built around that specific part of the city was like really weird. Totally, totally. I mean, it's heavy stuff. Yeah, but it is. Anyways, you guys get it. Yeah. <laughs> Zara grew up in Las Vegas. <laughs> I grew up here in Omaha, Nebraska. Right. So, and this actually wasn't the first time that we've had this conversation, but um, what was it, like, last week or something, we were talking about um, how different things were in our schools. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, like, the kinds of people that were really cool in Yeah, different crowds school. and styles. Right. Those kinds of things were not cool here. Or, like, vice versa. Right. Um, And so we (laughs) compiled a list, and we were kind of thinking back on what was cool and, like, what we remember from our childhood. And we came up with our theme for this first episode, which is nostalgia. Nostalgia. 
which is one of my favorite and least favorite feelings. Yeah. It's my favorite feeling to feel when it's something that's like makes me warm and fuzzy. Totally. But it's my least favorite feeling to feel when I know I will never be in that place doing that thing at that time mm-hmm. like that ever again. Yeah. And I think by textbook definition, it's meant more in like a positive connotation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's correct. I feel like from Guys, memory. fact checker right now. Do Dictionary.com. Somebody but call in right Google now. Definition of <laughs> to our line. We have an open. We have a hotline. We have an open line going. Hello. But <laughs> we have but a caller. I, okay, I do think on. that. I do think that. Um, it is like such a word that. Yeah, like you said, it can be used. You know, it's it's like when you revisit a memory and it mm-hmm. kind of. It doesn't have to be like sad or anything, but you're just like, oh my gosh, like things were so different then. Yeah. You know? Um, but I think these things are more around like just how like quirky our childhood, like living quirky in the nineties. Yeah. Like growing up in the nineties or the nineties into the two thousands, yeah. you know, and just the things that were popular and it's weird. Yeah. It's super weird. So we were kind of brainstorming some things that we remember from you know, our childhoods that we had in common. Yeah. And mind you, I was born in 93. Mm-hmm. I was born in 94. Yeah. So we're super close in age. And I mean, I think like, like my husband, Ryan, Emily's brother, he was born in 89. Well, he says that he's an 80s baby. But oh my was, gosh. He was well, he was an, an 80s baby. Yeah, I mean, technically, yes. But he was, uh, he was born in October of 89. So he was just an infant, but um, but he remembers it clearly. Yeah, he remembers <laughs> it super clearly. Like he totally grew up in the eighties, but um, for a whole two months. But yeah, so <laughs> he had a pacifier with uh, what's his name, Freddie Mercury on it. Right. <laughs> he loved that pacifier. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that anybody born in the late 80s going into the 90s um a lot of things on this list are probably things that you're like oh my gosh I totally forgot about that yeah so I guess disclaimer like you mentioned earlier Zara if you're younger than us listening to this maybe you can google some of these things and have some fun with that yeah but we about to be talking about some stuff you might not know (laughs) so I'm not sorry (laughs) because There's like what one. Or if you or if you're way like if you're born in like the seventies, then like Right. This is (laughs) why don't you just go ahead and try this out? Right. (laughs) This isn't for you. It's probably past your bed. (laughs) (laughs) That was an old joke. (laughs) Shouldn't you have had your oval teen at seven? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So shall we jump in? Let's just jump in. Okay. All right. So, so you say it. Okay, yeah. so the so <laughs> so so uh, the first thing that I had mentioned earlier when we were talking about like '90s nostalgic things was lip smackers, <laughs> and on the lines of that, I mean, I just feel like there were so many just like artificially flavored oh and like God. scented products in the '90s, like from like the lotions to the. The, what was it? The spark, like the glitter roll-on gels. I mean, every time I sprayed something on myself, my mom would sniff it and go, that smells like cotton candy. (laughs) Every single 
time. That is hilarious. And to her credit, it smelled like hot. Like, yeah. everything smelled super sickly sweet and, like, just so artificial. We forgot to add right. Laffy Taffy to this list. Oh, Speaking yeah. of artificial, who made up the banana flavor of Laffy Taffy? I was just going to say the that? banana flavor, and that is actually one of my favorites. I, oh, I know. No, it's no, no. Like, I love that one. Yeah, it's like such but a weird... It ain't banana. weird candy. She is not banana. <laughs> it's like a... Like a it's like a vi- fruity mix-up. It's of- almost like a vanilla coconut. Yeah. If I had to put anything ah. to it as a grown-up with a an expertise palette at this point in my life, <laughs> Your to palette be completely is honest. Very expert. Thank you. Yeah. My palette has like tiny little mini mus- mustaches and like little monocles. <laughs> They're all very, very excelled in life. <laughs> They're prestigious. They're Harvard graduate. They're like, I don't like this. This hasn't had a fertile rate. What does it mean? A fertile rate? I I meant a fermented. I just, uh, I messed it up. But anyways. It doesn't have enough umami. (laughs) What is umami? It's like, well, it got to go back to school. Like where it hits all parts of the palate, you know? Yeah. Learn that from Chopped. Umami. Which is one of my favorite shows. Well, that is not on this list. Okay. Okay. Moving on. But Lip Smackers, honestly, you guys, I have to say it. I definitely probably ate a little bit of those when I was How could you not? (laughs) Put on extra just so you could eat some of it. Just to lick it off some more. Yeah. And it never... Totally. Every time, though, it, it never tasted like it smelled. Okay. So on the subject of Lip Smackers, did you ever for Christmas get like the Christmassy flavors? Yeah. Did you ever get the Christmassy flavors? So there's like a vanilla... Like one that had some sort of, if anyone can can vouch for me with this, I think it also had glitter in it. Maybe I mean everything had glitter in it. For some I remember reason. that the um, the packaging, like the label on it, was this really fake fluorescent looking glitter. Yeah. I remember that, but I don't yeah. remember having a Christmas version. There I do remember totally a Christmas version. They used to make the variety packs with like a little handle, so yeah. you could like wear like purse. Yeah, because you had to carry them all around at once. I don't yeah, know. Like, I don't know. Maybe this minute you felt like orange dreamsicle, and then in two minutes you're gonna put a little vanilla on there. Oh my gosh! And on this, on the subject of just chapstick in general, what about like the Blistics fruit smoothies? Oh. Do you remember those? Yeah. Those were like a big deal too. Chapstick when it's, ugh, you just, I just, (laughs) I'm just imagining like trying to eat that now. Yeah, no thanks. The first thing that comes to my mind when you say lip smackers is eating it. Yeah. There's a problem. I mean, just that delicious artificial (laughs) taste. That That waxy. (laughs) On your tongue. (laughs) Coating your entire mouth. Okay, so next on our list. I will say I never had a chapped mouth after that. No. Nice and... Nice your and... Palate, your palate was nice and coated. Oh, so gross. Okay. So next on the list, we have uh, the famous butterfly clips. Yeah, so these weren't really, like... I vaguely remember these. Like, maybe very small child yeah. level. I was wearing these. But I don't remember them to an extent where I can comment on them, to be honest. So there were two different kinds. There's, like, the little plastic colorful ones that, like, you clip the wings. Oh, yes. And then there were the ones that had the metal. Like, they were, like, a metal clip. And they were, like, glittery. And... (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know why. I remember a metal clip, but I don't think it belonged to a butterfly. Oh, it totally, totally, they totally had butterfly clips back then. They were like metal clips. Even the butterflies were metal. Like the wings were metal. And they had like this like artificial glitter like coating. That's tugging on some vague memory that I can't surface right now. But I'm sure maybe. I am a year older than you. Yeah. You're so much more like. I'm so wise. <laughs> You're so worldly, Sarah. I am so cultured. You don't need me and my butterfly clothes. <laughs> She's wearing one right now. <laughs> Look at it sparkle on her head. <laughs> um, so there's that. But also, back onto things we're putting in our mouths. Pop rocks. Yeah. That was definitely a popular one. Did you guys ever get scared that one was going to just, like, kind of take off and be, like, way more of an explosion? Than... Yeah. No, like, they're you're all, like, what if one was, like, you know? I always had that fear. One was going to just go kind of on its own, like a little rogue pop rock that's, like, I'm going to really make a scene. And you guys have to know, Emily was a very worried child. Um, that's she, an understatement. She was, she was definitely just very well prepared for any possibility of anything Absolutely. to happen. For sure. Is my backpack closed? Because somebody might try to steal a pencil <laughs> eraser out of it right now in front of my face. Is it still there? What let's, about now? Is check. it still there? <laughs> let's check. Gotta go check, girl. Yeah. So, Pop Rocks, what was your favorite flavor? Um, the red. Yeah, same. That's yeah. the only one I remember, to be honest. Yeah, I remember the green. The green, I think, was green apple. And it was eh. Yeah. But on the subject of candy, so we have ring pops and push pops written down here, which were which both one? 90s nostalgic. Ring pop, for sure. 100%. You know what? I'm not going to lie right now. I think we're on opposing teams. I had so many more push pops than uh, ring pops. I mean, they were kind of like very similar in taste and texture, though. Yeah, but the thing about push pops was that when you had your finger in there that long and all your saliva oh, would like drip down that's that so hollow tube. Oh, and they're so gross. It was so sticky. So gross and so accurate. And your finger was like coated. Well, and I just thought I just thought of something else. Do you remember Warheads? Really vaguely, I don't the think really that I liked sour them. candies. I didn't like sour candy. Oh my gosh, they were so stupidly sour. Like, <sighs> like make your mouth hurt. hurt. Yes, yes. Like it would make it. your mouth hurt. They were so sour. And then also the the like dipsticks. <gasps> What? Oh what my is gosh. that called? Fun, fun sticks? Yeah, fun sticks. Fun sticks, I think, is what, what it fun is. Funny. That's like fun cake. Yeah, that's like a, yeah. They, they were like dipsticks or something. Okay. And you had like the powders and you would lick that what weird is chalky. That? <laughs> that weird chalky little stick. And what is that? I have did no idea. Did you eat idea. the stick at the end? Oh yeah, totally. Absolutely, I did. That was like, oh, same. <laughs> it was literally like And we're here sugared, to tell the tale. <laughs> sugared chalk. Yeah. And then I'm, my no dentist flavor. is wondering why I have cavities. <laughs> well, I just ate a stick of rock hard chalk sugar in the car <laughs> on the way here and then dipped in sugar and then i doused it down with a capri sun but no yes i or, take great care of my seat. teeth yeah oh man oh, oh that so makes my teeth stuff. hurt but i think on the subject of candy my all-time favorite had to be the the fruit gushers gushers were my candy 
when I was a kid. I loved, and honestly, I'm not a big candy either. I much, I much prefer like chocolate or a pastry of sorts in my sophisticated adult life. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, when I was a kid, Gushers definitely fruit roll ups. Those were good stuff. I. I'm like blanking when it comes to my favorite candy. To be honest with you, I think I was always a chocolate girl. Yeah. Like I always wanted a chocolate bar. Yeah. I remember when we would go <clears throat> trick-or-treating on Halloween and my dad, we were young enough that my dad would go with us. Yeah. Um, every single haul, it was like he would take all the Reese's. We had this deal. Like he would take the Reese's if I got all of the Snickers. I was obsessed with Snickers. Oh, Snickers are so good. And if I could eat them now, if there was like a vegan version of yeah. them, oh my you gosh. You could probably make one, but it'd be a You could, but it's just... I know. It's not the same. Well, it's not the same as like a processed candy exactly. bar. You know? You don't want a it healthy is, thing. Right. Like a healthier, oh my. better version. This just popped into my head. It's it's not on our list. We're veering off the Ooh. list. We are getting are a little us? risque. <laughs> okay, we're talking about cosmic brownies and how Zara oh. and I had a quote unquote not healthy version, but like a homemade version. Yeah, it was a vegan, gluten free, and just because it's vegan doesn't mean that it's that it's gross because we make absolutely delicious. We vegan make hecka food. good stuff. Yeah, this mm-hmm. was just off. And we're not going to say from where because it's a place that makes amazing sweets. Yeah, they do. And other foods on the reg. So not bashing against them. This was not their best effort. No, and also you can't mimic a cosmic brownie. No. You cannot get that specific waxy lard taste in a (laughs) homemade... I know. In a homemade version. And the way it like crumbles but still like sticks together too. Yeah, and sticks to the top of your mouth. You have to swallow like eight times to get that out. And the little like colored beads of wax chocolate everything was wax (laughs) if you had one word to describe what everything was made out of in the 90s wax (laughs) and glitter wax and glitter (laughs) here's some wax throw some glitter in it yeah that's exactly what oh my gosh that's so true (laughs) okay moving down on the list so uh what about um furbies yes (laughs) Those are the ones that I mentioned earlier. In the yeah. Okay. What did you say that they were? I said owls. <laughs> the owls in the closet. <laughs> all, I, all I remember is <clears throat> we would put them away like in closets because you didn't want that thing to be staring yeah. at you in the middle of the night. Those eyes were huge. Well, also, I think that another reason for that, because we used to have to put mine like in the closet in the dark too, yeah. is because it would like wake up. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, put it to sleep. Yeah, those things are so creepy. They're super weird. Do you know how many stories I've heard of people who have found one or, like, heard one after years of it being in their closet just say something? I'm like, no. The haunting of the Furby. (laughs) What a strange... Girl, I had so many Furbies. How many did you have? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I only had, like, one. I I probably had, like, five at one time. Like, I had, like, a white one, a black one, like, a white and black one. (laughs) Like a pink and white one. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I did. Wow. No, what just came to my mind when you said how many did I have? We didn't put this down, but the tie babies, like the collectible tie things. Oh my gosh, the beanie babies. Beanie babies. Oh yeah, yeah. those were a huge deal. I was obsessed yeah. with those. I had like like five billion of those. I had a glittery lizard one that was my favorite. Yeah. 
There were they and they even came out with like specialty series ones mm-hmm. like Oh my gosh, I totally <clears throat> forgot about those. Those were such a big thing. My uncle actually he like he collected them all through the years. He had those big giant totes. He had like four giant totes filled with them. Yeah, and, like I feel pristine like, condition. But what do you do with those? Well, I that like, generation, they're like, save it. It's gonna be worth yeah, something right. someday. VHS, Keep it in it. the box. VHS, <laughs> VHS. Oh like my Barbies. Gosh. Yeah. Okay, so my dad was in the Marine Corps. He's retired now. He was in the Marine Corps. Every year, he would have to go on like a two-week training, and they would do it in different countries usually, but sometimes it would be in the U.S. And every time he went out of the country, he would get us some kind of, um, some kind of, wow. You guys, she just moved something, and it made a sound. How unprofessional. We're in a studio right now. Yeah. We're making a podcast. Like, get it together. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you again. (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> he would bring us back. Please be queen. <laughs> 50 lashes. <laughs> and this is how weird we are all the time. And scene. All right. So anyways. Ooh, so that's a backlash in there. So he would bring us back souvenirs. And every time he brought back a Barbie, obviously all I wanted to do was play with it. Oh. And then. Was it like the collectible ones? Yeah. I know. And then they were like, that's put it so back in the box and we, it's going to be worth something someday. I know. I'm like, I don't care about that i'm a child okay. i want to play would you like sneak them out of the box sometimes uh, heck yeah <laughs> because I, would. I would do the same thing i would sneak them out and like not take them like not take anything off of there but like little by little like you start taking things off of there and like agreed messing and it because you're a kid and, and you, you would put like, it back one day and half her hair is gone because you decided <laughs> that if you gave her a haircut nobody would notice right. And her dress is like the shoes are missing. Yeah, the dress has a chocolate stain on it. Oh my gosh! Well, screwed that up. (laughs) Well, we'll just put it back in the box. Speaking of sneaking things out of boxes, I have a confession that just popped into my head. Oh my gosh! What your Christmas presents? Yeah. Oh, have I told you this? Okay. Well, no, I don't. I've just I know that I've looked at mine. That was my confession. Yeah. Okay. I I got. I got so good at like. Putting my corner so carefully under the tape. I would unwrap the whole thing and get it back together somehow. Oh my god. I was good. Wow. I was that is like mighty impressive. Thank you. Obviously our tape wasn't that good though, I'm just saying. See, I would just like <laughs> I was not that good. I would like rip a little bit of it so I could like just peek at it enough to see like possibly what it could be. <laughs> And then I would just take a little piece of tape and then, like, tape it back down. What if you then, couldn't tell? If I couldn't tell what it was, then I just couldn't. <gasps> Why? Oh, girl. Once I was you in there. You had to know. Once I was in there, I was, like, point of no return. Like, just just <laughs> do the thing and we'll worry about the consequences later. <laughs> That's what it was. Like, I could not help myself. Like, I was well, there. Mom, this is the truth. <laughs> I was there. I don't think I ever got caught or else they just really pretend like they never noticed. Yeah, I think my parents... I never, like, got caught in the act of doing it, but I think that my parents probably knew at one point or another that we were peeking at our presence. I mean, I feel like every kid does that at some point. You just have to know. Okay, so my favorite part of this list TV shows. Mm. What is your favorite TV show on that Let list? Let me take there? a look. Take Gander. Let me take a Gander. Gander that up. 
Okay, so from the ones that we've written down, which there is definitely a solid list we have here, I would have to say that I was a huge Lizzie McGuire fan when I was a kid. And I had a pink Lizzie McGuire backpack when I was in fourth grade, a rolly backpack at that, and I loved it. <laughs> With wheels. With wheels. <laughs> but I also love a lot of these like cartoon shows like Arthur. I didn't really have cable growing up, so PBS was PBS, like totally the business. Loved Zoom. That was a really great kids show. Got to learn how to cook, do crafts. Um, I mean, sister, sister, that's a raven. Sister, sister. Like, okay, that's a raven taught us so many life lessons. Girl, intuition. Oh my gosh, that girl had everything. <laughs> like, that girl had lessons on everything, bullying in school. Making yeah. sure that people of color were being hired in stores. Do you oh, remember that so episode? True. Yeah, I totally do. Oh my gosh, that episode was so incredibly important for people of our age to like understand and really yeah to take see that a, yeah take a, a beat and really think about that, especially if you've never experienced that yourself. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Yeah, I loved that so Raven, <clears throat> and when she was like. Okay. Like she did those kind of <laughs> yeah. those little offhand yeah, comments. She, she had a little sass to her for oh sure. Oh my gosh. I loved that show. Well, That's probably my favorite. Speaking on like her being an advocate for people of color, I think she did such a great job at showing that a black woman could be smart and funny and like all of those things that maybe weren't as showcased on TV, let alone the Disney Channel. Yeah, I completely you know, agree with I you. I love that about her and I, I just love her as a as an actress, honestly. Yeah, I thought hands down of substance that show number one in my box. Yeah, I love that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, also, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Did that ever give you nightmares? Oh my gosh, that show was so <laughs> creepy and weird. The super mean old lady yeah, and the and really weird, frail old man mm -hmm. and just all the creepy goons and goblins and stuff that were in that show. It was so strange. What really got me was the glasses. They just didn't uh, yeah. have eyes. They were just white. Just, yeah, just glasses. Like a, a fog. I don't like that. I need to see your eyes. That was a weird one. <laughs> yeah. That was such a weird show. And his sounds, he's like, yeah. 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 What a weird Ooh, show. That gave, I gave myself chills. That's how good that uh, acting was just then. <laughs> I really channeled courage. That was courage. incredible. <laughs> so theatrical. Um, Teletubbies, speaking of other weird uh, shows. Okay. What is happening? That is hands down one of the weirdest things <laughs> I've ever experienced. I mean, and I legitimately, I didn't watch that show as a really engaged audience my my brother who's 21 he was more into that show i think just because mm -hmm. he was a toddler and that was kind of more geared towards younger sure. kids <laughs> but the son with the baby face <laughs> him and do you remember when they were in the they would have like the pink goop oh yeah their food. Yeah. yeah yeah that's what it was yeah. i always wondered what that tasted like was it good was it sweet oh my was it like gosh. a savory goop what was that it was, it just was not, it did not look appetizing. 
It was very strange. So you mentioned PBS coming home from school every day and getting to watch my hour of television, which was all we were allowed, which I think was really good for us. Yeah, because plenty enough. Yeah. Then we would go outside and totally. ride bikes and those terrible scooters that always oh got you gosh, right the in the razor ankle. scooters. Oh, I still feel that. Yeah. I, I got one of those for Christmas one year. I loved that thing. Me too. Pogo sticks. Oh, I'm yeah. getting off topic here, but pogo sticks were totally such a thing. Totally had a pogo stick. Fell off that a million times as well. We had like really dangerous toys. Yeah, <laughs> I had a pogo stick. I had a razor scooter. We did, I mean, of course we rode bikes. Mm-hmm. Just outside stuff in general, like jump roping. Sprinklers in the Spring, summer. Totally. Oh my gosh. Totally so sprinklers. Fun. Yeah, yeah, so much good stuff. So much nostalgic stuff. I know. I love that. When we were kids. I love that. I think that nostalgia was a great first theme for our first podcast. I agree. It was actually really fun to write down a list that every single thing I wrote down, I had a memory for. Totally. Uh, except the ones that you wrote down that I didn't know. Of. Like Tang, <laughs> yeah, which like I still tank. don't know of. I'm going to have to go look that up and maybe find a lost. Which is expired. a really artificial powdered orange drink. Yeah. <laughs> maybe find a lost expired uh, drink. Oh, God. For sale on eBay. Just try it. <laughs> I bet you could find it out. Ew. Yeah. Well, Zara, thank you so much for being a guest on my first thank podcast. Thank you for having me. I had a ton of fun oh my gosh, reminiscing so much fun. with you. And I think, uh, you know, this is a podcast that doesn't have a set theme, at least not yet. Kind of coming up with a theme every time. Um, but I think that. From here, it will be interesting to see how it develops. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, well, thanks again. You're so welcome. Have a wonderful night. (laughs) Are you going to say bye? Oh, do I need to say bye? Yeah, girl, say bye. Oh, I thought we were just going to end it with you singing. I kind of like that. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good night. Nominally Normal Nominally Normal was created by Emily Boganowski, produced by Ryan Boganowski, guest host Zara Boganowski. A special thanks to Penelope and Bella.